Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, hello, hello. First of all, oh my goodness, it's October. Like, how did we get here? (laughs) This year just flown by and here we are in the last quarter of 2022 pretty sure my brain is gonna explode and you might be feeling that way as well so a few weeks ago in my Instagram stories I put up some polls kind of asking how my followers were feeling about coming to the end of the year and a lot of you responded by saying you were feeling overwhelmed you were feeling stressed um, nervous and excited One person said, I don't even know, Um, hopeful. And I also noticed a lot of you are kind of like longing to find some simplicity, um, which I found really interesting. And we may chat about that in a little bit. I'll, I'll let you know something at the end. But what I wanted to chat about today is just kind of responding to the people that are feeling overwhelmed and stressed or like, I don't even know about finishing out the rest of 2022, and figuring out how do you finish out the year when you're feeling all of these things, right? Like, how do you figure out what it looks like, what you need to accomplish, what you need to set aside, and how do you possibly juggle it all, Um, especially as some of us feel like maybe the first three quarters of the year did not go as planned. Maybe you're feeling like you didn't get everything done that you had hoped to by this point. And so let's just chat about it. So the first thing that I think may be happening if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed about um, this new quarter is you may be comparing yourself to others. And here's the thing, comparison is like, it's never a good thing. And I mean, we've all established that, right? But it breeds guilt and shame and perfectionism, and it stops you from doing what you want to do or what you're called to do. And so if you are scrolling on Instagram and you see Becky Homecky with her like fancy sourdough bread and you're over here feeding your kids hot dogs, you're gonna feel like a failure, right? If you're thinking, oh my gosh, I should be doing things this way. I should be doing things that way. So that kind of leads us to this idea of what do you consider as um, success? What would it look like for you to decide what the rest of your year looks like without putting anyone else's expectations or lifestyle or whatever in the mix. So if you pull comparison out, that can help a lot. The other thing that I think can come up with comparison is that we often compare ourselves with other people when they have a completely different personality, right? So if you are an Enneagram 9, I'm into personality typing, so if you're not, let me break it down. An Enneagram 9 is someone who loves peace, they love calm, they are are typically homebodies, they are introverted more often than not. Um, And if you are an Enneagram 9 that is comparing yourself to an Enneagram 3, 
Enneagram threes are called the achiever. They are extremely driven, extremely productive. They have big lofty goals. More often than not, they have multiple businesses or streams of income. They are just extremely high energy, high powered people, right? And if you're in Enneagram 9 and you're following an Enneagram 3, you're going to feel like super inadequate or like a failure just because your personalities are so very different. And so if you're struggling with comparing yourself to someone else as we're kind of closing out this year, it can really help to take a step back and ask yourself, is my version of success the same as this person's version of success? Because if you are in a season when life feels really busy or really stressful or really overwhelming, the last thing you need to do is pile on the guilt of, oh, well, I should be eating healthier and I should be home making homemade everything or I need to do this or I ought to do that. That, co- that comparison is only going to cause more stress and more overwhelm. So if you are struggling with comparing yourself to others, take a look at that person's life and ask yourself, are their values the same as mine? Do they have the same goals as me? Because there is a huge chance that they don't. They have a different personality. They have different dreams and different goals, and that is okay. And your personality and your dreams and your goals are okay too, okay? Just a reminder, you are a completely different person. You are unique and no one in this world is exactly the same. Even if you find your tribe, even if you find the people that you like immediately click with and it's like you could have been siblings, you could have been raised together, you're so similar, they're still different than you. You hear me? Okay. So number one. If you want to have like your best last quarter of 2022, please stop comparing yourself to others. Just just stop. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Number two, we're going to move right on into clarifying. Oh, look, these are like the three C's. We've got comparing. Now we're going to clarify. Um, clarify what you want. Now, please hear me. I want you to clarify what you would like for the end of the year. Not what you should want, not what you might want, or not what you did want. Let me explain. Sometimes when we're struggling with comparison, this ties right back into point number one, right? We think we should want things. Oh, I should want to do that. Why, why, you know, am I not working harder towards this thing? Well, you might not want it because it might not be part of your personality, your goals, your dreams, or whatever, but you're so busy thinking they have it all together or their life is perfect or how yummy that sourdough bread must taste that you want that as well, right? And so not what you should want. Also not what you might want. Sometimes we see things that we're like, oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be awesome. And we get it in our heads that we need that or we want that when maybe it was just a really good idea. And it's okay if we have really good ideas and go after them. And it's also okay if we have really good ideas and we let them go. We don't have to do everything that pops in front of our faces on a screen or an every idea that pops inside of our brain. And I'm preaching to myself here because I have a lot of ideas and it's very hard for me to not want to go after all of them, but I just don't have time, right? We don't have time. Um, also, not what you did want. Okay, this is super, super, super duper important, all right? 
often we get stuck in old goals and we're trying to chase after them, but they're no longer aligned. They don't fit in the space we're at right now or something like that. And this is really important because it's kind of nuanced. We can't just jump from goal to goal to goal. It's like, oh, I've outgrown that one. I'm ready to move on. At some point, we might need to stick with something, right? But also, we grow and we change and we mature and we try something and we realize that we hate it. And there are seasons or times when it is okay to move on from goals. So if you have outgrown the goals that you had for yourself at the beginning of this year, please don't make yourself wrong for that. Now, if you are feeling like a failure and you're feeling like you can't do it or it's a crazy idea or why would you ever dream something that big or how you know stupid you were to imagine that you could even possibly hit that goal, that is not you outgrowing your goals. That is fear that your goal is too big or that you are not good enough. And that's a belief. And that is completely different than like growth outgrowing a goal. So... I used to be like this. I used to kind of make myself wrong for changing my goals so quickly. And what I realized was that I actually wasn't changing my big picture goal. I've had the same big picture goals for years. But I would get to the end of um, kind of like a larger chunk of goals. So I typically set goals every quarter. It's something that I teach inside group coaching. So I goal set right alongside all of my students. (laughs) Um, But I used to do these quarterly goal settings and about two to two and a half months into that quarter, I would start to feel like something was off, right? And so I would go back and I would do all the goal setting stuff again and I felt like my vision was off and I needed more clarity on that and I would do all this work. And I would realize that the vision hadn't necessarily changed but the goal had because I had accomplished the majority of working towards that goal and I had realized either it worked or it didn't or I got to the end of it and I was like, okay, that didn't quite go the way that I had hoped it would. It didn't take me in the direction that I really wanted to go in. So now I just needed to reset. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing the clarity and the vision work multiple times because guess what? It just hones it and makes it more clear every single time you do it. But I was just making myself wrong and feeling like an utter failure for changing my goals super, super quickly when in reality, I wasn't doing anything wrong. It was a part of the growth process. I have gone on many different journeys as an entrepreneur. And um, I started this journey as a hand letterer. I did calligraphy. And then I was like, well, I'm kind of getting tired of that. So maybe I move into um, doing t-shirts. And I did graphic tees for a while. And I really loved it. But what I started to feel was this tug towards the message on the tees. And that's what I had really loved about hand lettering was this message that I was getting to share. And the more that I felt that pull, the more I realized that the products are great, but what really matters to me is this idea that we live intentionally, that we slow down, that we get purposeful, that we chase wonderment. And so I started in a completely different direction. And every single time I changed direction, I felt like I was doing something wrong. And so all of that to say, if you are growing 
and your your life is changing and your and your humanness is changing and you're turning into a completely different person than you were at the beginning of this year that might not be wrong you might just be growing okay that that was a huge bunny trail on this one but i really want you to take some time to clarify what it is you would like out of the last part of this year what do you want now please hear me if you want to like become a millionaire I mean, honey, go for it, but like, don't set yourself to that for this one quarter, okay? <laughs> and if you figure out how in a quarter, like, please let all of us know, because we would we would really like to know that information. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you spend some time clarifying what it is you would like, how would you like the rest of this year to feel? What do you hope to experience? What are you feeling kind of drawn to or led to? Um, I just keep feeling like these Holy Spirit nudges towards specific things in my life and in my business. And instead of feeling like, oh, I've got to do all the things and keep it all perfect. I'm like, okay, maybe I just need to kind of, kind of go this direction. And I'm going to lean into that leading and that, that pull that I feel. Okay. So far we've got compare Quit comparing yourself to others. And point two is clarify. Like I said, the three C's. There's one more. And C number three is concrete. I want you to concrete your why and your feelings. Hang on. Hang, hang with me for a second. After you get some clarity on what it is you would like the rest of this year to look like, to feel like, what matters to you, what would it look like to fully just flat out chase wonderment in the middle of the mess in right where you're at what would that look like now it's time to get really really solid on why you want to do this and what you hope to do to feel as you chase these things you want to do you get to choose your feelings okay so we're going to start there right we're going to start with choosing your feelings <laughs> You get to choose the way that you want to feel on any given day. Now, please hear me. I am not trying to be a Pollyanna and say, oh, just focus on positivity and it'll all be great. Uh, that's not how life works. <laughs> but I did a podcast episode a little while ago about how and why you can choose your feelings. It is so, so simple and it is often way easier than we give ourselves credit for, than we think is possible. And the, the point here is that I don't want you to pick new goals, change what you want to do, get really clear on that vision and find clarity on what you want for the rest of this year, and then go so hard on the goals that you lose sight and you're miserable the whole time. Like, that's not the goal. The goal is to live our best lives. Like, chasing wonderment is living a life that is full of wonder and joy and delight. So that can encompass going after our dream life and also enjoying the life right here, right? It, it can be both, but we have to learn how to. So if you want to go back to that episode, it's episode 32, chasingwonderment.com forward slash 32. It'll take you right to the show notes. You can listen right there. Um, it's a super helpful episode and it goes a lot into like why this is important and how your mindset works and stuff like that. 
Okay, so concrete your feelings. These are the feelings that you hope to feel for the rest of this year. The next thing that it can really help, that can really be helpful is to concrete, concrete? How am I, I don't even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> concrete, wow. And we're just gonna leave that in there because it's funny. <laughs> Okay, I want you to concrete a backup plan, okay? Sometimes, I don't know if you knew this or not, but sometimes life doesn't go as planned. Newsflash, I know. <gasps> You're shocked, right? Life doesn't go as planned. And so after you know where you would like to go, what you want, what you hope to get or to create or to do in the last piece of this year, I would love it for you to take some time to think about your backup plan. What happens when ish hits the fan? I'm trying to keep this from like having a PG-13 rating on the podcast. What happens when stuff hits the fan and life doesn't go as planned? What do you think might happen? What do you think might happen when hormones come into play? Because for a lot of us, they do right? So what do you think might happen? What roadblocks do you see ahead? And what can you do about them right now? Like while we're sitting here and we're thinking about what we hope for for the rest of this year, what roadblocks may get in your way and what are you going to do about it? What do you think you could do, you could put into place? What would that look like to have a plan basically ready to go so that when those things happen, not if, when, because y'all, we know that life is messy, right? It's going to be messy. So there are going to be days when you don't want to. What are you going to do? What are you going to do on those days? And the last part to concrete is to concrete your why. Why? Why do you want to do this? Why is it so important? Why does it matter? And yes, I would like you to sit down and ask yourself that very question over and over and over again until you get to the deepest version of why. I've heard people call this the five whys. Um, you may need seven whys. <laughs> you may need more than five, right? But getting to the heart of why you want to do this is going to matter so much. And here's why. Because, because I need to is not a good enough reason. And when the rubber meets the road and life falls apart and everything gets messy and you don't want to get back up again because you feel like a failure or you feel like an idiot or whatever story you find yourself telling yourself on the bad days, your why is the thing that keeps you going when you feel like there's no point. Your why is the thing that gets you back in the gym the next time when you're exhausted or you're tired or you don't want to. Your why is the thing that gets you out of your bed and taking care of your babies. Your why is the thing that keeps you going to the job, that keeps you working until midnight so that you can do the work that really is on your heart. That is so important. So I want you to sit down with a piece of paper and I want you to write, why do I want to do these things? Break down each one. Maybe you've got a couple different things you hope to accomplish by the end of this year. Break them down. Why do you want to do it? Ask yourself why again. Ask yourself why again until you get to the actual very heart of the matter. Here's why this is so important. 
when I started getting really, really concrete on my why for this business, for Chasing Wonderment, for what I'm doing right now, that is when everything changed for me as a more disciplined, helpful coach. Like, that was the moment. I hit this point where I had been up and down and I had... I, if, if a launch didn't go right, I would get really frustrated and then I would feel like a failure. And then I would like, you know, be in the gutter for a little while. And this applies to more than just business too, but it would take me so much effort to build up my excitement again, to build up my momentum and to start again. And what ended up happening was these long stints of me trying to get excited, me finally working up the nerve to get back in to creating content, to putting out podcast episodes, to blogging, to all the things that come in with running my business, right? It would take me so much effort to build back up my excitement for that. And the next time anything went wrong, I would be flat on the floor again. So frustrated, feeling like a failure. And we do this with so many other areas in our lives, right? We say we want to fix our nutrition and we go for three days and we wear ourselves out because we go way too far and then we eat everything under the sun because we've been restricting and then it's just a disaster and we beat ourselves up. You can do it with um, your working out. You can do it with your housework. We go hog wild in the house to clean all the things because we're tired of all the clutter. We clean it all up and then in three days it's a disaster again and we feel overwhelmed and we it takes us so much more effort to get back up. So all that to say, when I started getting really clear on my why for this business, I decided my deepest why, like the farthest down I could reach, the thing that made the most sense to me is I know that I am supposed to be doing this work and I will do it no matter what happens, whether it takes off or not until I die. Like that was, that was my why. I am in this for as long as it takes. And I started telling myself that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the outcome of this thing. Doesn't matter if I get a new client. Doesn't matter if the podcast takes off or not. It doesn't matter. I'm in this for as long as it takes. For as long as it takes for me to master this area of my business. For me to learn how to serve people well. For me to learn how to be a better coach. I'm in this for as long as it could possibly take. And the amazing thing that happened was that the next time something failed, I didn't fall on my face and have to pick myself up out of the gutter again. I didn't I didn't have that issue. It was so much easier to get back up when something didn't go right. And guess what? Life is messy. Nothing ever goes according to plan. And if it does, we're like, "Oh my gosh, it's a miracle." Yeah, because life is messy. So, one when we're grounding our why, the reason that you're doing these things, the reason that you want to change your life, the reason that you want to get your house together, the reason that you want to do XYZ, fill in the blank, whatever it is you want to do for the rest of this year, the reason why is the thing that keeps you going the longest. It is so, so, so important. Oh my gosh, I can't even begin to tell you how important it is. (laughs) Okay, so I'm just going to recap real quick. The first C is comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself to others. If you want to live your best life, comparison is not where it's at. I can promise you that. 
I speak from experience. The second one is clarify. I want you to clarify what it is you would like the rest of this year to look like. Get clear on what you hope it will feel like, on what goals you want to do, what do you want to accomplish, what are you hoping to achieve throughout the rest of this year. And the last thing is to concrete your why and your feelings and your backup plan. I want it to be so solid. What you hope to feel should be really clear. It, you should have such clarity on what you hope to feel. And that can help guide you as you make decisions. I want to experience peace. Is this decision bringing me peace or not peace? Okay, now we move forward. It makes it so much easier when you get really clear on your feelings. And then concrete that backup plan. Because having a concrete backup plan gives you a guide for when life gets messy. And last is to concrete your why. Your why is the thing that keeps you going when you don't want to. I can't say that enough. All right. <laughs> you can tell I am super, super hype about this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you would like to chat with me about any of these things, ah, I would love that so much. Um, I offer wonder sessions. They are half hour sessions. We will get on a Zoom call and we will chat about maybe one of these things. Or maybe you're struggling with a mindset block and you really need some guidance on how to unpack that and kind of where to go next. If you are interested in booking a wonder session, again, oh my gosh, I would love to meet you in real life. I mean, on Zoom, but you know. <laughs> um, you can find those at chasingwonderment.com forward slash wonder session. As always, any links that have been included that I've mentioned are going to be found in the show notes. That will be chasingwonderment.com forward slash 44 because this is episode number 44. What? Oh my gosh. We're almost up to 50 episodes, guys. This is crazy. Okay. The next thing that I want to let you know about before I head out and cook my kiddos some dinner is that I've had a lot of people mentioning that they are interested in a group challenge. So what I think we're going to do is we're going to talk about simplifying our lives, living our best life, and what that looks like as we finish out the year. If you are interested in any info on this challenge, if you want to be the first to get notified about it, please head to chasingwonderment.com forward slash best life, B-E-S-T-L-I-F-E, and I'll just put you, it'll It'll be a wait list, um, and as soon as I have info about it, as soon as I plan it and put it all together and all that fun stuff, you will be the first to know. So if that's something you're interested in, again, chasingwonderment.com forward slash best life, B-E-S-T-L-I-F-E. All right. I think that is all for today. Thank you so much for being here, for taking time out of your day to listen to me talk crazy fast about what I love the most. <laughs> I hope it was encouraging. And most of all, friend, I hope that you go out there and chase after your wonderment today. All right. I hope to see you next week. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.